episode of it's not that bad podcast i am fern here with dom hey question because you're a nerd so you know nerd stuff uh we kind of talked about this last time when i was talking about that um love death and robots yeah did you watch it yet (laughs) you jackass and well so it's kind of taken, you know, people by, you know, surprise. And they're like, oh, this is really good. Super dark and gory. So, of course, they love it. But one of the articles that got brought up was that this is a new uh, Black Mirror. What? And I was like, do you guys fucking understand what Black Mirror is? Do you even get what anthology series are? The the was it Love, Death, and Robots? Uh-huh. All it is is just short films, They're just short animated films that happen revolve, revolve around like, uh, I I guess robots, like robotic stuff. Yeah, because trying no, I, I guess it's just sci-fi. Okay. It has to be just sci-fi. Because I know you didn't watch it, but there's um, there's I could think of at least three shorts that. Have nothing to do with any type of robot shit, right? Just sci-fi. But but here's the thing, and and you know this about me. I watch sci-fi shorts all the fucking time. Mm-hmm. I can't always get it with certain TV shows, but go, being able to have something like YouTube, <clears throat> where you have all these different companies always making these random little short things, it's always there, right? And 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 I get it. Like I I like that whole the. Uh, was it Love, Death, and Robots? That thing's cool. But it's like, you guys can watch this on... Technically, you can watch this on YouTube if you wanted to. But it's just like... The, it was one of those things where it's like, I'm not trying to be judgmental, but like, I'm just thinking like, do you guys understand what any of this... Because it's it's that's kind of like saying, oh, you like Black Mirror because you, you know all the stuff. X-Files, it's the same show. You should watch it. <laughs> Really? Yeah, right? I mean, it's both weird and like sci-fi. That's I, that's have you ever guess. seen X-Files? Yeah, I have. Yeah, see, same thing. You know what I mean? It's just like, okay, so you put in a weird box. And then I started thinking about it though, and I was thinking we've brought up with like horror and how people view certain movies and like you know we talk about annihilation not being nominated this year hereditary not being yeah. nominated this year um being surprised when something like arrival got nominated and it's like first of all do people really view sci-fi as like a like a sideshow i think so and second of all does all sci-fi have to be like fucked up because well see you say that you you say that mm, mm, but as a as a avid sci-fi mini show watcher now you say now that you say that i'm gonna say yes i think yeah it's like you can't have one nice thing i i came across this um one short uh i think it came out maybe a couple months ago maybe a year ago i can't remember but i had this one like little British actor dude thingy. I think he was. I think he was in the Maze Runner thingy. He might have been something else. I can't place him in. But in that short, 
It's weird. It's kind of like a steampunky thing, and they're all like orbiting the Earth in these like trash uh, space stations or whatever. And basically, just just of it is like they all live like kind of poor, but out in the space, whatever, right? Okay. And the whole thing is like he sees this this girl. She's going the opposite way, and he's like in love with her because he watches her through his little telescope and whatever, right? Spoiler alert. The whole thing is like she tries to send him a note on like um, some weird brass thingy and it she throws it to him. But, you know, it's going really fast. It cuts like part of his suit. So he rushes inside and thinks he lost the note. But actually his mom found the note and was like, oh, I don't want him to have it. So she throws it in this like vat of acid they have, which helps him make soup or something. Or I don't. It's it's weird. It's okay. sci-fi. Yeah. And then <clears throat> she ends up coming out like that. She did it. Whatever. Blah blah blah. And so they 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 try to save it. They put it all out. And she, all it is is a drawing of like like one person here, one person here, and one person jumping. You know. And so he's like, "Oh, she wants me to jump to her." And they're like, "No, you can't." So that's the whole thing. And he yells and he jumps to her. But actually. She was going to jump to him. And on the the part of it that got ripped off when she put it in there, they didn't find it right away. It said she she wrote down on that little part, you. And that was her jumping to him. But he locked them in there and he jumped her. So they jumped together, right? And then they catch each other. And then they fall down to earth. And obviously, you know what happens. They die? Yeah. But I'm thinking like. I thought it was actually going to end, like, pretty cute. Or, you know, like, oh, they finally... Because in the beginning, he, he says, like, if I could just get 10 minutes or 10 seconds with her would mean more than living a lifetime here. Or something like that, right? That You know, they die. But I'm like, why? Like, why can't you just let them be happy? Like, it's already, like, a shitty thing because they're all, like, poor and barely yeah. surviving and you know space and you think like oh you know whatever like they're gonna live happily ever after but no they're like oh let's just kill them off well it's, it's cute but i think it's because science fiction so inherently cute. is supposed to be allegorical to something not right in society right well i, I feel mean, like you could i feel like you could play with it enough to where it, the only one i could think of i'm, I'm just putting it like on these like sci-fi little short thingies it has to do something like this guy's trying to, they're trying out like a FDL uh, spaceship thingy, like jump. And he actually, he accidentally malfunctions and gets sent away. And like everyone's like, oh my God, where did he go? And he happens to run into like these alien thing, being things. It's weird. It's, it looks cool, right? Yeah. How that ends is like, He's sitting there, and he's, like, you know, missing his family, and everyone thinks he's dead. And then at the end, they're like, hey, we have something. And, like, these those things come down to Earth, to his house, and they basically, like, like they, you think they incinerate him, uh-huh. uh, like, a few minutes earlier. But they read, like, they do the opposite, and they bring him back. And they're like, oh, is that, you know, and then it ends, right? So it's like, that's happy he lived right but everything else is like oh they oh yeah they saved the world but at what cost 
everything I'm thinking of, it's like, is that why people always look down on this shit? Because it is not saying it's negative, but it definitely puts you in like a negative headspace where you're like, man, like for instance, uh, Annihilation. Annihilation technically, technically, they save the day, mm-hmm. and the husband and wife are together again. Yeah, but at what cost? But Always. but like I said, like Always. I mean, I think that's the reason for sci-fi, right? Is to play with this idea of like, well, this is the cost that like humanity, bring, you know what I mean, or like what we've done to ourselves, or like it's to look at like these like obviously inherently non like happy endings like i mean because it could like i think the only uh, like sci-fi that ends on like a good note is wally what actually you know what one maybe good happy ending was that movie equals i was telling you about well um what was his name um nicholas holt and uh kristen stewart it ends where it's like oh man it sucks that oh that's horrible then it's like Wait a minute. And then it ends. Then it ends. But I don't know. I was thinking about that, and I'm like, may- maybe this is why people just overlook this so much because they're like, oh, it's so, so bad. Maybe. Like even if you look through um, or love death and robots thing when you watch it, you might say the same thing too. Where it's like, maybe this te- technically, I read on top of my head, um, one has a pretty good happy ending. Um, I, yeah, I don't know. Food for thought. This is the fucking news. So to touch on something that, um, you talked about before recording, I, I was reading, I was reading this article and this is the one that I was telling you, like it popped up an ad for Ben Shapiro's new book. And I was like, that makes sense. It's like, it's not enough. She's Marvel's first leading female superhero. Now SJWs want Captain Marvel to be gay. So basically, like, there's a lot of like people online who have been saying like, "Oh, we're we're glad that like Captain Marvel didn't have to have like a like oh where's where's her like romantic like lead." It's like well she she didn't need one, right? You can make a movie where like the character doesn't have to fall in love. You know what I mean? You don't have to go through that dumb trope. Like I always felt like writing screenwriting and like and like film school when i when i went for that stuff they always made you like put that kind of stuff in there it's like well you have to yeah, have... you have to follow the rules dom yeah it's filmmaking yeah so like i think there's people out there just breaking the rules all the time making masterpieces yes constantly name one i can name a million of them <laughs> But it's like, yeah, it's like that dumb trope of like, it's like, why, why does the main character have to have like someone that they fall in love with, right? Like, um, we recently rewatched Overlord, and like in the like you, you could you could make an assumption that maybe the main character he went back to France, maybe like after the war, and like him, like they never really say like if that him and that girl like get together, they kind of imply it a little. They like, imply that they have like they have feelings for yeah. one another, but, but they never go. But like it technically ends with him saying like, "Hey, we have a job to do. We're going back." You know. Um, yeah. But see, that's what I mean. It's like just because it like you don't necessarily have to have these characters like follow these tropes in order for it to be a good movie. I can understand where they're getting their logic from in this article. But as soon as you start saying stuff like SJWs and 
something, what was it? It was like progressive storytelling and like um, to check the next box. That's when I'm like, okay, I'm not listening to you anymore. It's kind of like, what what, did, what was the, the YouTube thing you saw? Or it was about how Captain Marvel didn't really make its like budget. It's like, I don't understand what everyone's griped about this movie is. It's like, what? but like, even if they did decide to make her like gay, it's like, who cares, right? That's yeah. that's how the character is. Like, why does it matter? Because it's something to bitch about. And everyone yeah. wants to bitch about something. Oh, that's right. I mean, it's really what it is. We catch ourselves doing it a lot, too. But, <laughs> I mean, at least, like, we're like, yeah, but, you know, we're, we're fucking haters. Yeah. But a lot of this time, it's like people jump through hoops to fight the fact that they're right like they're like yeah. no i i know i'm right and i know my hatred is in the right place and that's why i feel this way mm. it's just a fucking movie yeah that's like, like it's, in the, at the end of the day that's a movie all this is just and like it's like what we talked about last week with like celebrities and and getting away with stuff it's it's crazy how much people let people get away with things when they're like yeah but look at their famous actor and it's like yeah, in fucking movies. Or like, um, I was listening to a podcast about um, Stanley Kubrick. And everyone like jokes about like, Haha, yeah, he broke Shelley DeVille. Yeah, but like, look at the masterpiece. It's like, it's just a fucking movie. Like, he, destroy- he, he destroyed some life. woman. And you guys are like, yeah, but look at what he made. And it's like, That's not... So what? It's a fucking movie. That's not an excuse. That's like the the director for The Exorcist. Like he really put like actors in danger, and people always are like, "Oh, The Exorcist, it's a masterpiece." But it's like, at what cost? <laughs> at what cost? But you know what I mean. Like at yeah. the end of the day, this is just entertainment. And yeah, entertainment can mean a lot. Just like people bitch and complain about basketball players getting mm. millions of dollars for contracts like oh they're just basketball playing dumb blah it's like yeah bitch but they bring in a lot of money money yeah. to that you're you're helping because you watch it too like you know what yeah. i mean it's irritating when stuff like this happens and it's like yeah i get it like there's always a conversation for it just like there would be a conversation for it if Disney went out of the way to not make her gay when mm. she's obviously gay. It's like, why don't you just make her gay then? Yeah. But then it, it can go the same way where it's like, oh, they're uh, obviously yeah. making her gay when, or they're intentionally making her gay when she's obviously not gay. It's like, yeah, just let her, you know, let yeah. her, let the character be. At least they didn't pull a JK Rowling and say the character's gay <laughs> after the fact and then also after that fact. Have the character back in the films and then not reference his sexuality at all. Exactly, you know. Yeah, real do real good. Um, <laughs> no, um, so there's always that argument, and I and I get it, but the difference is is like there there's there's a an outrage for certain things, then there's a hatred, and there's only a few little outrages I've ever heard about Captain uh, Marvel. Most of it is like outrage that this movie got made that people are watching it that oh people are just buying into the fact that this movie is a shy of a billion dollars when it's obviously not and that 
oh, people just, they're totally okay with, oh, you wouldn't be okay with the Nazi, like, propaganda movie. So why are you okay with, like, a like a feminism propaganda movie? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> they, they, yeah, they make this shit up in their head where it's, like, the only time that that movie ever felt like it was going out of its way to be, like, I'm a super feminist is when they had that fight scene with the stupid fucking oh, No yeah. Doubt song because it says, I'm just a girl. When they when we all know it should have been Chumbawamba, yeah. I get knocked down, and I get up again, so you're never going to keep me down. But they didn't because they're fucking stupid. But other than that, the movie Ooh, played out perfect. just like every other fucking superhero yeah. movie. I don't know. It's just I, I hate when, like, when they do this, where it's like, obviously, it's disguised um, news, where it's like, oh, like, this article's written by so-and-so, and it's like, it's obvious, like, it's they show her, like, the picture, and it's like a woman, so it's like, it's like it's the same thing, like you said, where, like, the YouTube channel, where it's like, see, this woman is saying it's <laughs> it's bad, so we should believe, it's, it's like if, um, like, a black guy came out and was like, um, like, Welch. Get Out wasn't even that good. Like, I hated that movie. Like, because, like, I don't understand. Like, none of it makes sense. Jordan Peele's not even that great of a director. And then, like, so then a bunch of, like, angry middle-aged white guys could be like, Yeah, see? Even he agrees with us. God. See, even this Uncle Tom is agreeing with us. You know what I mean? Like, it's kind of the same thing. It's like it's like that, that the whole thing where it's like, Yeah, but see, I'm not racist. I have black friends. Yeah. No, yeah, I don't know. I hate. I I both love and hate talking about this. I I I guess it's more of like it's draining talking about this. Mm-hmm. Exactly because I want to sweep it under the rug, but I also want to talk about it. But yeah, I don't want, just really want to talk it. about it. But it's hard to just just touch on it because you can't just because t- if you just touch on it, then people are gonna run with everything that you didn't touch on. Mm. So on the flip side of everything, let's talk about how Rocket Man's director says his film will be no holds barred following reports of gay censorship. So this this is the director who took over for Brian Singer for Bohemian Rhapsody. So he's saying that just because it's got a PG-13 rating doesn't mean it won't be a hard PG-13. When I saw the trailer for Bohemian Rhapsody, it just didn't do anything for mm. me. But... Watching the trailer for this, it was like, hey, this actually might be pretty good. Yeah. And then hearing, you know, that whole thing about, like, Alan John saying, like, he's never heard anyone sing his songs as good as him. Yeah, that, um... Like, uh... Egg, egg, what's the name again? Not Egerton. Um, yes, it's Egerton. Egerton. It's, um... Taron Egerton. Taron Egerton. Yeah, and then, um, there's, there's video of them performing together already. Mm-hmm. And, you know, plus, everyone says that dude's closeted gay dude, so... That's true. I think he's perfect for the fucking yeah. girl, so... Yeah, and they're, like, saying how, I guess... I guess there was, like, a scene that someone saw that they were, like, saying that they cut back or they cut or something, but he's saying, like, no, like, no, they're gonna be, like, totally gay. Mm, of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he said, um, the film is going to make people's jaws hit the ground. Alan John said, tell it all, go as R-rated as you need to, and we do just that, and with his blessing, and the flaws, and the flaws and the genius are all there, even though I think it's still getting a 13, PG-13. Which sucks, because I, I wish it was R. Yeah. 
But I think they're trying to do that same thing where they're like, well, more people will go watch it if yeah. it's PG-13. That's true. But it would be way, way better if it was an R. You think it's going to be good, though? Because even though it's directed by the same guy who... Oh, well, I guess I guess that's Not true really. because Brian Singer... He did, he did like 95% of, of that, right? Yeah, it was just it was towards the end where he just stopped showing up and they're like, what the fuck? And that guy came in and, and he said himself, like, you know, he didn't do much to the movie. That's he just true. finished what they were doing. All right, so this... To, to the okay. point where, I mean, he technically doesn't even have... No, he doesn't because it's still um, Brian Singer who's credited, right? Yeah. A, a, a child predator is yeah. still credited. Exactly. Let's hope if any good comes out of this whole situation is that it'll be known that this guy finished Bohemian Rhapsody that people seem to love so much, right? So they're like, oh, he did that. Or he, you know, he, he, oh, did you hear about, like, he didn't get any credit for it, but look at, like, he did good. So that means that this movie's going to do good. No. And this actually gets the credit where credit is Would due. you be upset if, like, next year, like, the Golden Globes don't nominate it for anything and, like, the Academy don't? If, yeah, if it was genuinely a good movie where it's like, oh, well, you know what? No, either way, because mm-hmm. we talk about what, they, it wants sound editing. Yes. And, mm-hmm. Yeah. Sound mixing. Uh-huh. And best actor for, I mean, it's like, are you serious? Best actor. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, I'd be pretty pissed. I'm like, you know what? What the fuck? You literally had, you. they took what Bohemian Rhapsody could have been, and then they actually made a better version of it with Alan John, and it doesn't get nominated? Like, fuck out of here. Yeah, I'd be mad, too, because I'd be like, are you serious? You guys, you guys are hypocrites. You just wanted to give... Brian Singer uh, an award. Huh? I would I would just I would honestly just assume oh it's because this movie is literally gayer. Uh, and probably. they're like, "Oh, that's oh, I don't know. He's too flamboyant." Yeah. The, the other movie that guy wasn't flamboyant at all. <laughs> <laughs> so, Maisie Williams, you know who Maisie Williams is, right? From Game of Thrones. She's young? Yeah. I think so. She says that she doesn't even know when New Mutants is coming out. Um, so now that Disney owns, officially owns, 21st Century Fox, you know, people are like, oh, yeah, you know, like, finally X-Men, and, like, we'll finally get to see, like, X-Men within the Marvel Universe and this and that. But it's like, but they still had these movies slated for release. And it's like we've been seeing trailers for like Dark Phoenix. And then we've been told for how many, how many years have we been told that New Mutants is going to come out? Which sucks because New Mutants is the one that I wanted to I know. Be released. Like this should have been released uh, over a year ago. Because mm-hmm, it says, um, so director Josh Boone's horror-centric film based on the... Marvel Comics title of the same name was originally supposed to be released last April, and the first trailer dropped all the way back in October of two thousand. October of two thousand seventeen. Was that the? You. Was that that trailer where they're like they're in like the hall and like? We saw it during something, and I was like, "Oh, that's coming out already." Because I think at this point they were talking about maybe pushing it back. Uh-huh. And then earlier in the year, we saw it again when we watched. Um, and. Uh, Winchester House. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. We saw that movie, and that played for that too. And I was like, "Oh, because it played the same time 
the Truth or Dare played because I was like, okay, how's yes. Truth or Dare out? But that isn't. Yeah. And then so, that's when they're going to push back. Yeah, so, okay. So then the film was pushed back to February of this year, then pushed back again, and last announced release date of August 2nd, 2019. Yeah, but it's just like, even like the actors are just like frustrated with it and like they're just like, who knows when the fuck it's going to come out. But what do you think? Do you think Disney is going to even release it now? I don't think I so. Would, I would hope so if, if anything, it gets a streaming release. Because okay. if it has a finished, if they have a finished movie and it's a it's a superhero universe type of movie where people are like, oh, they're gonna watch it. Plus, like we said, um, they have good names tied to it already. R rated though, but it, they have good names tied to it. That's like true. I feel like I feel like if they just would have released it, it didn't matter if it did extremely well or like just okay. I think just putting it out there would have been like. It could have been a movie people could uh, harken back to and be like, look it, they try to do something different here. Oh, like, you know, you took the, basically you took the new um, Scream Queen and you put her into your, your superhero, like, mon- or, uh, horror universe. Like, that's a, that's, you know, that's one bold move. But if they just, ne- if they, they can easily shelf it and it'll never come out. It's happened before. It's whatever. But I feel like, Game of Thrones is still pretty fresh, and what's her name's tied to that, and so that's a name. And what, yeah, um, what's her name? Uh, Anna Jader, Anya Taylor Joy. Anna, Anya, Anya Taylor, Taylor Joy. Joy. Like she already has like this. How you say je ne sais quoi about her and being like in horror movies? Yeah, she doesn't have to worry. So I feel like there's something there. Whether or not it's actually good, I don't know. But we'll, if they never release it, it's like, well, fuck. You never even gave it a chance. They literally, this, out of both of those movies, the um, the Dark Phoenix movie and this, I figured this movie would actually get a release because this is like, oh, it's it's a movie. Like, because, I, I mean, I don't know. I feel like it can't cost that much to make. And it's a it's a completely random different movie where I feel like they don't have to tie it into anything. And yeah, it's a little bit different. But I mean, fucking Sony's doing that with the Spider Man thingy, or not Spider Man, the Spider Villain universe. <clears throat> and so it's like it's not completely out of the ordinary now. But I I don't know. Who it knows? sucks. Because I actually wanted to see it. Because I wanted to see like what they were going to do with it. But instead, they're just being deal holes about huh. it. That's funny. In this article, they say exactly what you said. It's like ample speculation that Disney could opt to cut its losses and make the film a streaming exclusive. Forego the theater entirely. Possibly roll it out on Hulu. Which I could see them do that too. Yeah. Which, like I said, would suck. But also, I would take that over just not seeing it at all. I mean, we've said this before that sending things straight to streaming is almost is basically the equivalent of of straight to DVD. But now I feel like it doesn't have that stigma anymore. Where when you send something straight to streaming, it's just it's uh, because it's a different way to view something as opposed to straight to DVD. It was like, oh, it's just some random shitty yeah. thing that we did before. Like, yeah, you had to crap it out and like. See if anyone even wanted to like see it. Yeah, you you don't have to worry about paying for all this because um, I feel like grass and stuff. I feel like with most like streaming stuff, you know, someone's gonna watch it. 
they'll still it'll pop up and be like, oh yeah, you know what? I think I might watch that. That's a classic right there. What does I got five on it mean? It's about drugs. It's not about drugs. It's a dope song. Don't do drugs. Get in rhythm. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Can't believe how big Dave got. Did you hear Gabe got a boat? He's kidding, right? He's not kidding. Hey, I think it's vodka clock. Oh, yeah. Where's Jason? Jason? Jason! Where were you? I didn't know if you were lost. Stick with me, and I'll keep you safe. There's a family in our driveway. It's probably the neighbors. But y'all scared of a family? Hi, can I help you? Zora, put your shoes on. If you want to get crazy, we can get crazy. Exactly like us. They think like us. They know where we are. We need to move and keep moving. They won't stop until they kill us. Or we kill them. Nineteen's Us gives us another entry in Jordan Peele's budding filmography. When we look into the mirror, do we imagine what we see staring back at us is who's going to kill us? For Adelaide, played by Lupita Nyong'o, a family vacation in 1986 turned into a life-changing event. After wandering away from her parents, she's met by a doppelganger when trying to escape a ride. Shocked by sight, when she's found by her mom, she's left with a state of shock, unable to speak one word. Fast forward to present day, and that day has never left her. But her family has no idea as her family makes plans to visit the very spot for vacation. Her, alongside her husband Gabe, played by Winston Duke, and two kids, Zora, played by Shahadi Wright Joseph, and Jason, played by Evan Alex. Afraid to go back, Gabe convinces her to come. But when Jason goes to the bathroom, Adelaide freaks out, and that night she tells Gabe of the frightful night. Not long after she tells him everything, the power goes out, and Jason tells the two of them that there are people in the end of their driveway. When scaring them off doesn't work, Adelaide calls the cops, but they are too far to come in time. 
Soon, the people break in, injuring Gabe in the process, and soon reveal themselves as doppelgangers of the family. Red, Adelaide's doppelganger, tells the family from which they came, and breaks the family off in order for each member to kill off the other. But it's not as easy as Red hopes. As Gabe kills his doppelganger, Jason traps his, and Zora and Adelaide get away from theirs. As a family, they get on the boat and make it to their friend's house, the Tylers. But before they reach the house, the Tylers' doppelgangers kill them off, making Adelaide and her family having to fend them off. After doing so, they turn on the news and find out that this is a nationwide thing. So Adelaide decides to make a run towards Mexico. While trying to leave, they run into Zora's doppelganger, but kill her before reaching the beach, where they are met by Jason's doppelganger. As Adelaide tries to stop him, Jason is the one who makes him walk back into the flames of a, of a car fire. But Red is right by, capturing Jason and Adelaide runs to get him back. She heads to the very spot this all started, in the Hall of Mirrors, as she passes other doppelgangers, all holding hands, standing in line. Once she makes her way down, she's met by Red, and Red tells her of the whole plan she devised, and how it was her being special that led to the revolution. But Adelaide has had enough, and attacks Red. But Red is too fast, and she strikes Adelaide every time she tries to strike. But finally, Adelaide gets the upper hand and impales Red. And once down, Adelaide strangles her to death. Right after, she finds Jason, and the family reunites in an ambulance as they make their way south. While driving, Adelaide starts to think back to the first night, and then everything after, as we see that the Adelaide we know is in fact the original doppelganger, who choked Adelaide when they were younger and switched places with her. Us. Is it us or U.S.? I think it's both. Wow, see, I didn't even get that then. There's so many things I'm discovering after the fact. Oh well, because, especially, too, because she asked him, like, what are you guys? And she said, Americans. That's what I was, that, oh, man. You know what? Like, I got to say it. Like, Jordan Peele knows what he's doing. Oh, man. And, like, so, like, I, we saw, me and you saw this Friday night when it came out. And then I went to go Thursday. see Thursday. Oh, Thursday, right? Oh, that's right. Thursday night when it came out. And then I went to go see it on Friday night again. And just from the opening of that movie, having seen it the first time and then the, watching the second time, like you're just sitting there and you're like, because you just, you remember the scene from the end and like how everything's playing out. And it's like, it's just so like messed up. You're like, these people are like basically forced to do this. It's like there's so many layers to this movie. You know what I didn't realize too is like when they're eating lunch, like the family's all eating like from like um, some like Long John Silver's ish like place or something. She's just eating like fruits or something because it's like obviously she doesn't want to eat like meat. So obviously, <clears throat> following up. Following up to Get Out was like, like I, I think I said before, it, it's kind of like when that band that hits number one has like this number one album, and the next album that comes out, everyone's like, "Oh, it has to be better." Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and then you always hear that that um, the whole like um, sophomore slump, you know, as oh, it's never as good as the original. 
that's what this movie had to deal with. But I think what he did really well is he said, no, 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 no. those are two different movies. Yeah. Everyone's like, no, 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 they're the exact same movies no. because there's Jordan Peele and black people. So that's, same movie. That's racist. No, 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 no. Listen, listen, listen. Uh-huh, I'm listening. You got Jordan Peele? Yeah. You got some black people? Yes. And kind of like weird horror-esque uh, uh, movie? Yeah, but... Same movie. That's racist. And the funniest part, too, is like he knew going in that he was like, I can't make another get out right now because everyone's going to say, oh, that's too close from to, to mm-hmm. get out or, oh, well, that wasn't as good as get out. So he was like, all right, let me go. Let me do what I do, but I'll, I'll go in this direction. And people were still like, yeah, but get out. And he's like, no, 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 no. It's different. It's very different to get out. And they're like, no, I see what you're trying to do. It is. It's get out. So that's where I feel like a lot of this, not necessarily negative, but like confusion comes in. Because with this movie, you got to understand that if you think that Jordan Peele wrote and direct get out and he was like, oh, he was so, you know, um, he, he was so good at like tying this in and like adding this little thing and putting this all, all in the ending, right? But then you watch this movie and think that none of this matters. It's like, are you listening to yourself? How can you, how do you believe that the guy who did this movie that you praise it for is the same guy who did this movie but is like now missing this? It's like, no, 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 no. We got told a story in this universe. We talk, we talk about this all the fucking time. You don't need to know everything. And even even if you want to know everything, you don't need to know everything now. For instance, they basically say like, oh, yeah, this is like a, a government experiment or experiment or whatever and then whatever, blah, blah, blah. He told you what it is. Now, yeah, he didn't tell you like what part of the government, what they were trying to do, how, you know, how long they did this for. Like he didn't say any of that. You just said that they were doing it. Yeah, it's up to you. Make yeah. up the make up the story in your head. Yeah, who and and like who knows where this is going to go in the future, where it could go. Because he said he if, would like to revisit it too. Like, yeah, so we don't know the whole story, but it doesn't necessarily mean that it's a bad story, you know. Yeah. So I think people are getting confused by that because there's little there are, there are little things where you could be like, well, how does that happen? Where it's like just because they didn't explain it in here doesn't mean that it's not explained in the universe. For instance, and I'll talk about this, the family um going to what's the beach again? Um Santa Cruz. Santa Cruz? Right? I don't know. Santa something. Stupid beach place. But when they went to the beach, the there's people who say, well, but wait, how did their, that family go there? Because they drove there. So do they have cars down there? Like, so how did they get there? So, oh, my like, God. What Are is they that? that stupid? What does that mean? But here's the thing. is In the beginning, they talk about these tunnels all throughout America that some of them people don't even know. And some of them are abandoned. So for all we know... Is that these tunnels that we see go on for miles and miles and, and miles? And not and only miles. that, but we also see like 
when they they show like at the end when they flash between what's, yeah, what's what going happened. on and what's down there like the people on the roller coaster they're not moving around they're just like we're like they're on like the stairs or something and they're yeah. like acting out like the motions but they're not actually moving like yeah. I, <sighs> well so so but but let's just say that yeah you're right doesn't they talk about how hard it is living down there so who's to say that they weren't located somewhere else and then when they were driving, them driving is just them walking through the tunnels. Yeah, they have to walk through the like thousands of miles of tunnels, yeah, right? Like, what that's, that's what is that not possible? Because well, yeah. well they can't walk that. Whole, why they why have not? to do all this other yeah. fucked up shit? So there's stuff like that where people, I get it, it's there, but it doesn't necessarily mean that it's not. Like, it'd be different if we have three movies. And none of this is brought up. And it's like, okay, now you can start wondering. It's like, wait, if they're doing this down there and doing this up here, then how did they get from here to over here? If they had to fly there in one day, then how do they get from there to there in one? You know, I get that. Because that it's like, now you're looking at it like logistically where you're like, wait, this has to make some sense. Mm. Um and we don't know how far they drove. We don't know how far they live. We don't we don't know any of yeah. that stuff. Um, another one was talking about like, well, where do they get the suits? Where do they get the the gloves? Where do they, they get have the them down whatever? There. Well, oh, so how how do they organize all that stuff if they're mimicking? They show them not mimicking all the fucking time. Literally, the whole story is because she's special, because she's actually not one of them. She she was able to transgress. Spoilers, it. Dom. What do you mean spoilers? No, um, no, but how did they get from? the tunnel to the house if they're if they were mimicking them the whole time then they would still be down there right it's like no they obviously must have either fought for or or fight against like that 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 urge to always follow what they're doing because they said that they did it aimlessly it was aimlessly they did all this stuff right I don't know. There's a lot of there are a lot of little things like that which I understand. It's like, well, where did they get the thriller shirt? Like, how did she get this? How did they do this? How, you know, how did they do that? You know what I mean? I get that to an extent, but you're but the thing is, we didn't get a movie explaining everything. We got a movie explaining what was happening to these characters, and I get that can be frustrating sometimes because you're like, wait. But what about this? Or, you know, what about... But also, like, what, what is the rest of the world doing? Obviously, this is making world news. What You know, what does this mean? Like, did any other countries try to do this? Like, you, you know what I mean? Like, we don't know anything. But doesn't mean that it's not going to be answered or that it is answered. It's just things that we aren't showing in the movie. I think that's where some people are starting to fall off with this. But the thing is, if you just... Let a horror sci-fi movie do what it does, then you'll like it. You'll be entertained. <laughs> Are you not entertained? <clears throat> Anyways. After seeing this movie, me and my sister and my mom, we went to go to Denny's. And so my sister was like just sitting there because she was blown away by it, right? And so she's sitting there like... Like, she brought up like the whole like 11-11 thing and like how they're talking about like the coincidence and like this and that, I was like, "Yeah, I got that." Like, she's like, "Yeah, wow, crazy." I got exactly what I wanted to get out of this movie. If you told me I was gonna watch some like sci-fi horror movie, 
And then I got done watching this. I'm like, yeah, I know exactly what I wanted, and this is exactly what I wanted. The only th- the only thing that could make it better is if you end up finding out it's actually aliens are the ones that made the doppelgangers. You know what I mean? Like if, if they threw it, like if they threw something crazy like that, where people are like, "What? That's so weird." I'm like. What? That's so weird. Because that's what I like. That's like, this is the stuff that I like. I like having some weird ass story talk about like some, some fucking, uh, you know, hidden government experiment shit. And, you know, having it wreak havoc on in the U.S. And it's like, oh, what does this mean now? Like, what's going to happen? Are they going to are they going to be like their own society now? Like, you know, what's going to go on? Because you have to understand that <clears throat> if this is true and all the and we all have like doppelgangers, I would say like even if it went off like without a hitch, that there's probably some people still alive. Like like the family or like I don't know astronauts in space, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like there's people. I'm I'm almost positive that they 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 kind of show you like it seems like most everyone's wiped out. I don't think that's true. And who knows? Like I said, the next the next like let's say he makes a part two or another movie in this universe, and it's like, oh yeah, all the the tethereds. They're all in their own society on the West Coast. You know what I mean? Like, they could do some crazy-ass shit like that. And I'm like, yep, I bought in already. You know, you have to tell me about it. Mm. Sign me up. I'm there. Don't give a shit. I'm already all about it. Just give me the goddamn movie. Like, that's what I I love about stuff like this. These weird, like, sci-fi movies. And and he said that it's a horror movie. And it is a horror movie, but it's still, you know, It's still kind of sci-fi. So, I personally think this movie is fucking amazing. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, it, it's hard to say, like, well, Get Out was blah, 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 and, like, this is blah, blah, blah. It's like, yeah, I understand, but here's a, here's another thing you have to, to, to pay attention to, is that this movie is made by a director who only has one other directing credit for a movie made, what, two years ago? Mm-hmm. So, it's like... This dude's early in his fucking career, and he's fucking killing it. It's like if Boots Riley came out with another movie, and it was like, just it's like either just as just as good or even better than. Um, Sorry to bother you. Yeah, so I think I think a lot of that stuff is just it's more chalked up to. Yeah, but he may get out, and get out was so great, and this movie confuses me. I feel so like they put it on a pedestal. This too movie, much. not in like a bad way. You know what? You're like the third person who said that. What does that mean? Not in a bad way, but like in a... Like- no, no, no. Yeah, but, the, but that's what I'm saying. Like, he knew. Like, everyone knew that that was going to happen. Yeah. Like, no matter... Mm. The only way that I could have seen him get away from that, which I actually thought he was going to do, is make like a comedy movie. Yeah. Or it's like, oh, wow, this is nothing like Get Out. Yeah. Weird. I honestly, I kind of wish that he would have done that. And then <clears throat> made another horror movie because then people would be like, oh, see, he's, oh, yeah. So he can do everything. But, I mean, you know, it's his career. He could do what he wants, and I'm glad I got it either way. But but it's also like a double-edged sword because it's like, but him doing a similar, like, ho- horror, I say horror in, like, quotations because Get Out's like a horror film. Like, yeah. it's not, it's not 
really, but it is. And this one, too, it's like, it is because it's like, when you think about it, it's like, that's fucked up. But then, like, him being able to go back to back and show you, like, hey, I can make similar movies, different styles, different stories, and tell them in good ways, like... And you know what? He he still sticks to that kind of, like... I mean, really, there's only four characters, but they're playing... They're each playing another character. So there's like, but like he still kind of keeps in that mentality of like, of like what we what we said before, where it's like Get Out doesn't have like a big cast like too much, like it's it's able to focus on like specific characters. But it's like, see, you don't need like a grandiose cast to tell this great story. Like you just need to know like like the characters really well. Like it's because the, you gave us such good like characters. And we're believing everything and we're buying into everything. And I guess some people, white people, out there can't see themselves in the shoes of, like, a black family. So they're like, I don't get it. It doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. And I think uh, maybe that's his, his, like, niche. that We don't know it yet. But, um, yeah, I, I don't know. Whatever, like... Like I said, the thing is, like, this is only his second film that he's directed. And it does show that he just has, like, this this unique style about him. Yeah. And, and we're literally seeing it real time. It's not like being back in the day watching, like, like, uh, yeah, let's say Stephen King. Like Stanley Kubrick make these movies, right? It's not, oh yeah, look at remember Martin Scorsese, like when he's you know, it's we're what it is like that except for modern day. Like yeah. we're watching this happen before our eyes, yeah. and who knows? Like he could, I mean, <clears throat> the thing is, is no matter what, he's always gonna be like that comedy guy for me yeah, because me for <laughs> yeah for years he That's always he made me laugh. You know what I can't wait for in 10 years when, said it, remember when we used to always say like, oh, they're going to be the next Spielberg. They're going to probably going to be like, oh, he's going to be the next Peel. Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. Like we're, we're seeing that in, in, our, in the front of our eyes that this guy is becoming something fantastic. And in 10, 15 years, we're going to be like, remember when Get Out, like when, he, when Get Out first came out? Like, oh, yeah. Oh yeah, like oh, it's amazing, you know. Oh, rem- remember when Us came out, and everyone's like, "Oh, it's kind of like Get Out, but like not." And like now, look at him. Now we're in, and now he uh, rules America. Now we're he's, in. Um, he's a dictator. Um, not us. Uh, uh, our ourselves. Mm. It's the third part of this trilogy. Mm. Okay, maybe not that exactly. But you know what I mean, like. We don't know what's going to happen, but you can easily say that this dude has fucking talent and that he's crushing it and that I just can't wait for him to make more. Mm. So, great movie. Great movie. Would watch again. And maybe you should watch again because there's some stuff that once you know the ending uh, through your first view, when you watch it through your second, you're like, oh, I'm going to look at that now. Oh, see, I should have saw that. Oh yeah, you like like uh like like when she's killing the twin. Yeah. Remember she goes back for the keys? Like she lets out that um that like animalistic ah, ah, like when she's killing her. 
And the son sees it. Early yeah. on, he sees it. Yeah, I know. Which I didn't even notice until I saw it again. Yeah. Which I was like, what the... F-? Like, the- oh, man. Because it, like- it wasn't very long. It was somewhat subtle. So you can easily just like, oh, she's trying to catch her breath. Or, she, you know, she just... But no, it's like... No, it's... You know what it is. Yeah. And it makes more sense, too, because you're like... That's the reason why she doesn't like interacting with people, too. And it's... it Like... It just the this movie's just so good. Man. You need to go out and see it. Yeah, obviously it's it's an overwhelming. Watch the fucking movie. Um, I I I'd love to revisit. Uh, you know, get out this and then whatever he does, like in the next five years, and be like, see, do you see? <laughs> do you see? Do you see? But until then, you know, just uh, watch this movie and uh, enjoy it. All right, so this uh, segment, we're going to talk about some some twist endings. Um, they don't have to, I mean, they could be good, they could be bad, they could be weird. Um, they could be some that you saw a mile away. They could have been some that you, you're like, whoa, I didn't see that coming. Um, let's talk about, um, this was listed uh, amongst like terrible ones, but I was like, I remember watching that movie and it wasn't a terrible like twist. Uh, the others, no, the others where they're, they're living in like the Victorian house and like there's ghosts. And you're like, why? What, what's with all these ghosts and this and that? So with Nicole Kidman, and then all of a sudden, at the end, you find out she was dead, and she's the ghost the whole entire time. I don't know if I've ever seen it. Though. Oh, you never seen the others? Let's see. How about that? In Usual Suspects, um, that um, it turns out that Kevin Spacey's actually a pedophile. Yeah. Who would have saw that? Who would have saw that coming? No, but like <laughs> where it turns out he's uh, Kaiser Soze or whatever. That's a horrible one. No, no, no. Oh. But like when I look back on it, it's like I don't know. Like, is that really that big of a twist? Because there's like parts of that movie where you're like, shouldn't they have known who? It was? I don't know. Like, um, how about the number twenty three? Jim Carrey one? Yes. Yeah, I've never seen that. Oh, my God. Do you want me to tell you what happens? <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Okay, so throughout the whole movie, because you know, like, the basic plot where There's it's like, he just keeps seeing the number 23 everywhere. I keep seeing it. It's everywhere. Look at That's for the 23rd Street. It's like, yeah, you've lived on 23rd Street your life. You moved here. We, yeah, but see, my kid, he has a, a two on his shirt, and your other, and your kid has a three on his shirt. 23... It's like, or 32. Or, yeah, like literally. <laughs> but, like, he, I don't know. It's it's so ridiculous, right? And it's like, he it basically, he like, he takes like numbers too and like adds them all together and they always equal 23. <gasps> what? 23. So, in the, in the movie, he's also reading this book about the number 23. And it's about this detective guy who like went searching for why the number 23 was coming up so much. Turns out, Jim Carrey wrote the book. He's he's the guy in the book. Yeah, dun, dun, dun. yeah. Take that. Did you did you see that coming? Um, well, since I haven't seen the movie, 
Yeah, yeah, I did actually. You know, I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I bet you didn't see that coming, huh? So with a movie like that, does it make the movie worse when a uh, they have an opportunity like that at the end and they do something weird like that, or does it make it more enjoyable? Where like it's already a bad movie, but you do something ridiculous like that, so like points. I guess I don't know because. Because you go through this movie, like honestly, like you're starting to get invested in like with with him and the and his character, right? Like, why is this so significant and this and that, and blah, blah blah. And you think it's gonna be like they they lead you down like false like rabbit holes too, where you think this guy's important, that guy's important. Like he's following this one guy, and it turns out like I think he just like works at like this like post. I don't remember. It's something dumb, and it has nothing to do with the rest of the story. And you're like, so like, why did we? Like, why was that important? I don't know. Like, I feel like it It honestly could have, like, been a good, like, twist. But then when they do something lame like that where it's like, yeah, but see, like, it was Jim Carrey the whole time. It was Jim Carrey the whole time. Yeah. Um, Or, like, The Orphan. I never saw that one, but, like, I heard that that's, like, a terrible. No, it's just, like, it's because you don't expect it. Uh-huh. And I think like this, is that this, what it this is? Was, yeah, I mean this. It, it so this is interesting. What do you consider a horrible, like twist? Because technically, it's horrible in this. It's horrible in the sense that they almost tricked you to think that this guy is gonna fuck this twelve year old. But in reality, really? she's thirty six or something weird like that. I don't and she's know. older. I think it's when it's like. <sighs> See, because, like, that could have been good if, like, it could have been, like, a, um, the the good son. No, oh, the... Um, uh, Michael Jackson's Wet Dream. Yes, Michael Jackson's Wet Dream. Hee-hee-hee. <laughs> I think, I think oh, Al Hee-hee is here. No, what's the, what is that? The, um, the, the other son or, like, the, yeah, the good son. It is called the good son. It's where, like, um, one of them is, like, evil and, like, trying to kill the other one. Where it, it could have been good where it's like maybe it was something like that where she just was just psychotic and like but it's like but I think it's because the rug that gets pulled was a rug you didn't like you thought you were standing on this rug but it turns out you're standing on another rug and they pull that rug out from under you and you're like I wasn't expecting it but like like it's not as enjoyable as you like you know what I mean like I don't know well see, well, see so, so I, I bring it up because like we talked about with um, with frailty, we talked about this. We might review it one day, but the the cool thing about that is you're going through the story, thinking that he's talking about his brother, right? Mm-hmm. But in reality, he's talking about himself. Spoiler. And yeah, spo- spoiler for a twenty year old movie. <laughs> spo- spo- spoiler. <laughs> Actually, he's like twenty five year old. I know, but um, but something like that, it's the same thing. Like you're waiting for him to tell, finish the story about his brother, but he's not. He's finished the story about him. Yeah, because he's but see, the killer. But see, that's done so well. That movie is actually really good. See that? That's what I mean. Like, at, at what point does something like I don't know. is it a because? <laughs> here, let's let me, let me bring up another one. Have you ever heard of Remember Me? It's a 2010 movie. It's with um, Robert Pattinson. I'm pretty sure once I tell you the twist, you'll be like, 
oh, I think I know what. Like, 11? Yes. Where it turns out, like, because it's just like some dumb, like, romance, like, romantic movie, like, where they're, like, trying to get back together and then, like, finally things settle down and, like, the camera zooms out and he's in the World Trade Center <laughs> on 9-11. Like, see, but here's the thing is you're like, that's so stupid. But to me, I'm like, that's pretty fucking cool because it's kind of ballsy though yeah no that's what i'm saying like you take something mundane like that right like a a fractured love story it's a story we've heard a million times over with a million different characters and yeah you you could end it easily by like them getting together or like them not you know you could have another simple or another love story like that instead they end it by Oh, yeah, he was, uh, what is this, September 11th, mm-hmm. 2001, and he's going mm-hmm. into the World Trade Center? Interesting. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it. I get it. Like, it's, it didn't have to be in there, but at the same point, is it wrong that it is? I don't know. I've never seen the movie, so I can't say that it's That's bad. That's true. But you, you know what I mean? Like, at least with, for me, throwing in something like that, it's like kind of interesting it kind of makes it feel like maybe i should watch the movie (laughs) because something you didn't expect at the end like it's random but it's random enough to where you're like they had the balls to do something that most people wouldn't have done how about oh here's one that actually i do like this movie and i feel like people hate this movie just because oh well that wasn't even that i didn't what this um Shutter Island. Like, that has a... I think that's actually a pretty good twist. Because when you find out what the whole purpose of them playing out that whole scenario was for, and him making... It really shows you him making that choice to be like, no, I I need to, like, work with the lobotomy, right? Doesn't he have to go... He goes through with the lobotomy. It's like, it shows you, like, this is what the the character did move on past what he did but i don't know you know what i mean like yeah well no because people still talk about that too where it's like is is he really um lucid to where he's like owning up to it and getting getting this or is he still in that that um that fantasy yeah but i feel like i don't know i feel like people just hate some of these twists because they're twist endings it's like what makes one thing good what makes another thing bad I mean, we could talk about it all day, but, like, look at, like, all the most famous, like, twists. Okay, like, the granddaddy of them all, Planet of the Apes. What makes that twist so good? Uh, is it because they built up for so long, like, you thought you were not on Earth that whole time, but then you find out, like, you are on Earth? I like think, I think, I'm just going to throw it out there, I think it's the Talking Apes. I think it's the Talking Apes. That's That might be it. But then again, like, a lot of people like to, like, hate on tim burton's planet of the apes because it's not great but one (laughs) but one thing i always wanted to see was i wanted to see where he was going with like the sequels because he planned for there to be a sequel that's why he's he ended it in the way he ends it where it's like you think they go to the path or they're going back to earth but they're going to the future future, like earth yeah ape earth or ape society Like, and it's see, like that would have been wouldn't that have been like a weird interesting movie to see? Yeah. It, and like especially because it was so comedic too. Yeah. Because it's like 
there's a uh, an ape Abraham Lincoln yeah. ape Abraham Lincoln yeah. Lincoln Abraham Lincoln whatever. But um, see, like it's weird because the original. You're right. That original uh, twist at the end, and it's like, oh, it's been Earth this whole time. It's like, oh, shocking. And the hit Tim Burton, I guess, remaking it, he technically still gives that that ending. It's just, it's in that his weird, wacky way of like, it's the future. Mm-hmm. And Abraham Lincoln's there. But it would have just been and so... And he freed all the black uh, apes. I think they're called gorillas. <laughs> That's racist, though. <laughs> I don't know. It... It is, like, I think that the reason why, um, like, twist endings are always gauged by either, like, oh, it's just really great or it's really dumb is because it throws a viewer off in one way or another. Mm-hmm. And, and really, I mean, I believe that, that there are people out there that will watch a movie and they'll see something and the ending will be, like, nope you thought and they're like that's stupid i hate the whole movie but it's like but everything before that was good like why why did you change now oh i don't know but also it could make the movie where you're like this is so dumb it's boring whatever and it's like oh wait what Mm -hmm. i didn't see that coming um but i i don't know i i I like the idea of having twists and turns in movies Mm -hmm. but i'm also fine with like something being pretty straightforward and 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 maybe that's why some people don't like certain movies because it's like but you you gave me you gave me a and then you gave me b and then you gave me c then how did the fuck did i get out to z but for some people like us they're like yeah i'm all about this now Mm -hmm. like there's so many movies where i'm like yeah it's kind of whatever but they did this so that's cool I'll say that that I genuinely accept mm-hmm. a twist. Me too. Because, it, like I said, I think it questions, like, what did you really feel about this movie? Yeah, and, like, yeah, it's like, and it's that whole thing, like you said, it's like, were you really paying attention? Huh? Like, like for instance, this is totally random, and you'll probably hate me for it, but... Uh, when you when you think of something like Transformers movies, you just think of dumb robot explosion yeah, movies. Yeah, go on. <laughs> but there, and one of the I can't remember which one. It ends with the actual fucking alien, and it and they kind of insinuate that this alien has some sort of knowledge of like where they came from or who made them, and it ends, and it's like, <laughs> wait, go back, huh? Wait. Give me, give me that. What's that storyline? I want that. Show me that. See, for me, it's like that idea of like, well, these there's like these alien robots, whatever, blah blah blah. And I think for the majority of the 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 franchise, you just think, yeah, they're they're alien robots. And of course, they're alien robots. But then it's like, no, but obviously someone made them, or you know, someone made them sentient, or you know, it started somewhere. But there's some sort of life out there that made this life, and then you're just like, I want that. See, and I think that gets into a whole nother subject of like where you don't need to know these stories, right? You don't need to know who made. The Transformers, but the fact that they would 
they would like it's kind of the same thing with Alien, right? We didn't need to know who the space jockey was, but the fact that Ridley Scott came up with a whole story for it, that's where it's like that's interesting to me. Yeah. Like see if, if Jordan Peele like like let's say how long did it take Ridley Scott to make Prometheus from Alien? Um, what like, like 30, thirty-two years? Yeah, thirty-something years. In thirty-something years, Jordan Peele's like, I'm gonna give you guys that sequel to us about the people who made the Tethered. Like, I'd be like right there. I'd be like, hell yeah! Like, even though I don't need to know, yeah. Like, I would still be like, yeah, I want to see it. I yeah. want to know what happened. Yeah, and I think that's what a part of these like twists and turns turn into it's like that want or that need of like oh this happened it's like god damn it like uh, like why did you tell me this or how did how did i not know and i think there's that there's that energy there just like you're right it's like wait so there's there's people who made the xenomorphs and then it's like well then tell me it but then you could go on and be like "No, no 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 wait God damn it, I need that. I just think that there's like there's an emotion there of why we we consider this good or bad or anywhere in between. So uh we'll just end it there and say thank you guys for listening. We appreciate it yep. as always. Thank you guys. If you can, please go to our social on Instagram and Twitter at INTB underscore podcast. Um we'll have Links to our Pippa page where you can check out older episodes. Um, I think some of the stuff that we talked in this episode, we've talked in past. Oh, yeah. Tell you exactly, but just go ahead and listen to every single episode we did prior to this because, I mean, why not? Or you can email us directly at intbpodcast at gmail.com. And, yeah, tell us tell us if you genuinely enjoy twist endings, if they bother you, if you have some favorites, if you don't, or um, what did you really think about um, Get Out 2, the story of us. Is that what it's called? Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, do you think Jordan Peele has a solid career in horror? Or do you think he's a he's a true two two trick pony? Because he did one trick and then now it's just a second one. I think he's gonna be a ten trick pony. Oh, he's gonna be a Quentin Tarantino. Yes. <laughs> Except not using so many n words. Wow. Interesting. <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah. Uh. But seriously, thank you. We appreciate it. But. As always, guys, remember, it's not that bad. <laughs>